Um, so, hello everyone listening to this. This is um, a video that I thought of making um, earlier today. And uh, it was based on a question I got. And this is something that um, me and my father, we both plan on doing uh, once in a while, either together or, um, or separate. But um, I think it is interesting to answer questions that people send in and I answered this person privately but um a question that I got that um I thought was interesting and I've been getting a lot of questions ever since we started doing this a lot of people have sent messages sharing their own experiences um saying that they've experienced similar things or just sharing something that um maybe a question that they had or something they were wondering but one question somebody asked me was um they want to know what they could do if they felt like they were at rock bottom. And I've been at rock bottom before. I've made an attempt at my life. I've planned out taking my life. I've been suicidal, depressed, all of the above, anxious. I've had anxiety. I've been medicated for it. Uh, it didn't work. Um, but what I told this person was that you need to embrace being at rock bottom because there's no other option really. And what I meant by that was, and I may, I'm not a therapist, um, but I will share from my experiences what I've done. And when I'm at rock bottom, I now embrace it instead of feeling like the world is against me. And what I mean by that is that when you're at rock bottom, um, there's nowhere to go but up. There's nothing that could make it worse for you. And when you're depressed, you feel like the world is against you and like nothing can get better. So I took that and I said, okay, maybe I am at rock bottom. Maybe this is the worst I can get, but I know that it can't get any worse for me. You'll never feel worse than if you wanted to take your own life. And for me, that was the case. So I wanted, I didn't want to live anymore. But once I realized that it couldn't get worse, it can't get worse than that hopeless feeling, things started to get better because I just realized there was only room for me to improve in my relationships with, whether it's my father, uh, my relationships with my friend. At the time, um, I was seeing a girl, my relationship with her, um, at, when you're at rock bottom, there's nothing that can get any worse. So how do you deal with being in a position where you feel like you're at the bottom? Um, you focus on things that you can control. If you try to do stuff that you can't control, nothing's going to improve. And things that you can control are your health. Um, your relationships, what you listen to, who you talk to, how you treat people. You can't um, make an impact on what is going to happen to you. So for me, it was my mother getting sick. I couldn't, I couldn't change the fact that my mother was ill, but I can change how I dealt with it. So for me, I, I just looked myself in the mirror and I said, okay, this isn't, um, this isn't how I want to feel. I don't want to feel depressed anymore. I don't want to feel awful every time I wake up. 
Um, so for me, I turned to learning about uh, nutrition and fitness. Um, and you can do this in a simple way. Just start eating better foods and don't eat until you're completely full. I think one of the biggest problems that I see in society and when I go out to restaurants is that you eat these these huge portions and then you leave that restaurant feeling completely full and some people call it a food coma. But that feeling of being extremely full isn't healthy. You don't feel and you can't act as well as you would if you ate enough but you still have a little room for something more. So I turned to learning about nutrition, learning about what foods to put in my body. And it's really, it's much more simple than people like to make it. Just, just choose the more natural option. Choose if in the morning when you wake up, if you have the choice between a donut and maybe a bowl of oatmeal, pick the bowl of oatmeal. If for lunch you have the choice of a snack, it's between chips and an apple, pick the apple. And if for dinner you have the choice between a piece of fish and a pizza, pick, pick the piece, piece of fish. So I just started doing that, real simple. Didn't really need a nutritionist to tell me what foods to eat versus what foods not to eat. I just chose what I knew was it would make me feel better as a person. And I would eat in smaller portions. I wouldn't get that. I had a big problem with eating until I was completely full. And then I didn't want to do anything for the next two, three hours. I would just lay around, sit on the couch. Um, so once I stopped doing that, I felt great improvement in my energy levels, my mood. Um, just my daily life improved so much. And then on top of that, I started learning about fitness. I started going to the gym. I started developing a discipline of even when I didn't want to get up and go to the gym that I know now I have to go. It's part of my daily life. And if I don't go, I don't feel right. Um, and the discipline itself of doing something that you might not always want to do might be more beneficial for me than the actual gym is itself. Um, when you're depressed or when you're anxious, you don't want to get up and go do the things that you usually want to do. So when I was depressed, I would, instead of getting up and going to play basketball, I chose to sit in bed and watch TV. And if you can, and this is, I listen to a lot of David Goggins on this. If you can train your mind to get up and go put yourself through that workout for just an hour, 45 minutes to an hour, just push your mind to get through that workout at the end of the day, you are going to feel much more fulfilled than if you chose to stay in bed and not go work out. So I started to eat right. I started to work out even when I didn't want to. And I started to appreciate life. I think something that people are missing in their everyday life, and it is extremely difficult to do, especially young people is to be grateful for what you have and the world that we're in. Um, I think there are events that make people be grateful when you lose um, someone important to you and someone dies. You think about all the great times you had with them. You were grateful that um, they were a part of your life. But I started to be grateful 
before it ever got to that point. I started to spend more time with my father and spend more times with my friends who were good influences on me. Um, I started to be grateful for the outdoors, which I'd really never spent time outside other than, you know, maybe doing yard work outside or playing a sport outside. But I started to go for walks in the woods. I started to really appreciate um, what I had been given and where I was grateful enough to, um, fortunate enough to live in a beautiful area. And, you know, I have the, I'm lucky that I, you know, don't worry about um, if it's not safe or something like that. If I go outside, I know people in cities, it's not as nice to go out and walk around outside. Um, and I do have that luxury of living in a nice area. But I think even those people who are in the city and if you can just escape and find a quiet place or get to the top of a building and look over at look over at the city and how much is going on and just be grateful that you are in this world, um, that rock bottom feeling will go away. I learned to, when I'm on walks, I'm listening to good music. I'm not listening and I'm not, I do listen to rap type music and rock type music when I'm in the gym and it gives you that little adrenaline rush. But I started listening to music that made me feel good. And a lot of that was country music. Um, I'm a huge Luke Combs fan, a huge Zach Bryan fan because they make me think and their music makes me, it makes me feel good. It's a healthy the songs are healthy, they're positive, and I think the more positive videos and the more good music that you listen to, those influences on your brain are huge. If you're sitting in bed listening to you know, rap music where they're talking about shooting and killing people, and then you're watching videos on social media that might be depressing, maybe it's the news, that influences your brain, and if you're already in a bad place, it's only going to make it worse. So in order to make yourself feel better, you need to start listening and watching things that are better than maybe what you're experiencing right now. I started watching, um, I just started watching stuff like the animal planet, just watching animals interact in the wild. And even that was healthier than me turning on the news. Um, and the last part for me that I did to escape that rock bottom, um, that feeling like you're at the low, a low point, like you're at the lowest point in your life. The last thing I did was get off social media. I now use social media as a tool like this podcast. And, um, you know, if it's texting a friend who maybe lives far away or I haven't seen in a while or um, texting, texting my friends or my girlfriend to, you know, make plans or what they're up to, I'll use it for that. Um but I won't use it like I used to use it and like most kids use it. And I think social media is one of the biggest factors in feeling like you're at rock bottom. Because I think what social media does is it gives you a false perception of what reality really is. I think on social media, anybody can pose to be whoever they want. I could post pictures on social media 
wearing clothes that I would never really wear in real life and someone could see that and think that I'm one way that I'm not at all. And I think social media, especially these big influencer type peoples, make themselves appear one way on social media and like their life is one thing. But in reality, they're probably not living like that at all. And I would compare, I would compare myself to famous people on social media and I would compare myself to um, my friends. And I just felt like my life sucked compared to what I was seeing from them on social media. You know, it would be a Friday, Saturday night, and I wouldn't get invited to a party. And I'd see that all my friends were out somewhere. And I would get really bothered that maybe someone I'm friends with didn't invite me to their party. Um, but what I learned is when I shut off my phone and I stopped using social media in that way that... I didn't get those feelings. Sure, there were still parties that I wasn't invited to, but I didn't know about them. And they didn't affect me because I didn't know that. I didn't know that they were going on. And I started to feel socially much better because I felt like my life was worth living when I stopped comparing it to other people's. And social media does force you to compare your life to other people's, whether it's, um, whether you know you're doing it or not, you're always looking at other people's lives. Um, and now one of the, one of the things I do is that I try to prevent myself from ever feeling depressed or anxious ever again by continuing to do all those things. So when I was at rock bottom, I learned that if I eat right and I work out and I go outside or I hang out with good people, listen to good music, I learned that all those things will get me away from being at rock bottom. I learned that they will lift me up. So now what I do is I take everything that I learned when I was at rock bottom and I just continue to do them so that the next time a, a challenge, I'm faced with a challenge... I won't resort to going to rock bottom. I won't feel as bad about what is going on because I'm taking better care of myself and I'm surrounded by more positive experiences. Um, for example, when I, when, like, when I was depressed and feeling really anxious and going through a really tough time, if I got a flat tire on the side of the road, it would have been the end of the world. I would have looked up. I would have said this world's against me. I would have said that, you know, everyone is better than me. Nobody else is getting flat tires. But now when I take, when I take better care of myself and I'm grateful for what I'm given and if I'm listening to good music in the car and texting good friends or hanging out with good people, um, that flat tire, it, it doesn't impact me the same way that it used to. Sure, it's annoying and it's aggravating, but it's not the end of the world and it's not the end of my day. And it's something that I will have to work through in the moment and it's probably a very big inconvenience, but I stopped letting small things ruin days, minutes, hours. And something my dad always says is don't let the 5% ruin the 95%. So don't let that 5% of bad 
ruin the 95% of good that the rest of the day probably held. And living through that phrase will forever keep me from being at rock bottom again, no matter what life can throw at me. Um, I've had some pretty big challenges since my mother passed and they don't feel as big. They are, they are as big. Um, they are as difficult, but they don't feel that way because everything else that I can control, I'm doing. Um, one of the phrases I have a big problem with today that I see everywhere when people talk about mental health is it's okay to not be okay. And, um, I just, I disagree with that phrase because I don't think it's ever okay to not be okay. I don't think anybody that has been gifted the opportunity of life should ever feel depressed enough to want to take their own life. Um, I, and I've felt that way. I've wanted to do it, but I, no one should ever feel that being out of this world is a better option than being in it. We, we all, no matter what you believe in, no matter what religion you are, what you think happens next, the one thing that all humans have in common is that eventually we will die. So why not, and this is how I live now, why not be as happy as you can possibly be? In a world where people strive for social media followers, and they strive for money and success and other types of self-fulfillment, I decided to strive for happiness. And when people ask me, you know, what do you want to be when you're older? What, what type of life do you want to be living? I always, I don't care. I sincerely just want to be happy. And I think the more people that can live that way, that wake up every morning and decide that they just want to be happy today. No matter what happens, they're going to try and be happy. This world will see a serious decline in the mental health and the amount of suicides that are attempted. And that's something that I want to share with whatever schools we speak in or whoever I encounter in a daily uh, day-to-day life that Choose to try and be happy even when it is difficult. Even in times where, for me, it was the loss of a parent and it was the most difficult time, I did things that I knew would, in the long run or immediately, make me happy. And by doing those things, it also helped me avoid dealing with my challenges with alcohol or drugs. I chose to feel happy in the long run instead of a short-term fix which is all which is all that is um the medicine world is some people they need it and it keeps them alive and i understand that but for me it, it wasn't the answer and i didn't want to turn to alcohol a lot of people when they have a problem in their day they They immediately go to, I need a drink, um, you know, or I need to smoke weed. And I chose to, instead of that, I said, okay, I need to go to the gym. I need to go for a walk. I need to put a good song on. Um, Maybe I need a good cry. 
And by choosing those things, two years later now, two, three years later, I can confidently say I am the happiest I've ever been. And I am that way every day, no matter what happens. Um, so I just thought I would hop on and share that thought. It's something that I was thinking about today and that question sparked it. Um, yeah, just for me, it was choosing happiness, um, to get out of feeling at rock bottom. And now by doing all those things that got me away from being at rock bottom and at the lowest point in my life, I live every single day as happy as I possibly can because I think that's exactly what my mother wanted for me out of life. And I live every day through her. And like Jim Valvano said, and I said this last episode, I laugh and I cry and I think every single day because I think that it's the happiest way to live. And it's what makes me as happy as I can and what makes me happy will not make everyone happy. And I completely understand that. But I do think a lot of what I do can be applied to most people and um, most kids that might be feeling hopeless at the same age that I was. Um, so if you listen to this, um, thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you next episode where uh, we got a good conversation planned for you. So thank you.